Welcome, welcome to Pocketoid, the internet's only podcast in existence that is going to hop on a big stinky metal tube full of COVID and go to <laughs> Seattle for all five of you. No, I know that there's, I, I joke, I know we've got uh, a, a good dedicated set of fans and we love you. You, you said, that's why you, you said, well, you know, we've got it. And I, I want to correct you real quick. Um, we had it before we took oh, well, another yes. massive hiatus year. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm manifesting <laughs> that they're all coming back. You'll be back. You're always. We're going to go do terrible things to our brains and bodies <laughs> for you and for no other reasons. Yeah. Only for you. Yeah. Uh, my name is Addison, and with me, as always, is my handsome dad host. Jordan, the one who's... Terrible things he's going to do to his body is play 400 video games again. Yep. <laughs> um, right there with you. <laughs> uh, and you can follow Jordan on the internet where? Uh, you can follow me on x.com. Ugh, shut up. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Jackal27 for the time being. Um, that's also, I feel like, affected kind of our shit this year. It, just all of my shit in general. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. what is, like, do I do my blog? Do I not do it? Do we do the show? Do we not do it? It's just, it sucks. Uh, but we should still yeah. just do our shit and have fun. Who cares? Yeah. I want to keep doing it because yes. I love you, Jordan. And even if, even if we weren't doing the show, we would still hang out and play video games. I mean, that's why we started the but, show in the first place was because we were calling yeah. each other and talking like every week about video games. So we should just start doing that again <laughs> for the show. Yeah. And I've talked to my therapist uh, about the show. And like, I think it's like a really like just, I don't know, a good thing for my mental health. So I, was, I don't know. I was if wondering where that line was going. to. I've talked to my therapist <laughs> about the show. I was like, Oh God, this could go many places. Well, I, I hope, I hope that it's good for your mental health. It is good for my mental I, health. I enjoy it. And I also love our discord that you can find linked on our Twitter account, uh, and on our website at pocketoid or pocketoidpodcast.com. Uh, everyone in there has, is just always great and always very supportive and just, you know, a really just big positive part of my life. And yeah. I'm very thankful for all of you. Same. I um, was going to say, um, that the discord is the one that does sometimes cause me stress in my life. Cause some of y'all <laughs> need to lay off the fucking drama and play video games, <laughs> but it hasn't been that big of a deal lately. There was just a few things, a couple things this year, little instances of that. But overall, it's been a, yeah. a very good vibe. We don't got to talk about that, As though. usual. <laughs> and uh, you can also follow me at Addison underscore L uh, or at Addison L dot whatever on Blue Sky. You oh, yeah. I should have mentioned I'm also Jackal27 on Blue Sky as well. But I, I haven't been using it because I'm like, I just feel like I'm just yeah. here on Twitter forever until it dies and then I'll do something else. Yeah, the vibes have been a little weird on Blue Sky lately, so I've been, I don't know, a little bit more active on Twitter than I wish I was. Blue Sky is like, it, it's kind of weirdly like sterile in a way that like, because all the libs kind of moved there and they sort of like, you know, understandably bullied out anyone else. So it's like, I, I don't know, it's kind of turned into like a big, like the libs are all cannibalizing each other. Does that make sense? 
Like they're always trying yeah. to find things to fight about with each other now because there's no yeah, Nazis because, on it. <laughs> yeah, the, there's no Nazis to attack. There's there's a few Nazis, but yeah, yeah. stubborn. Um, anyways, uh, we also have a coffee page, ko-fi.com slash pocketoid, something like that. You can probably figure it out. Yeah. Um, all that money just goes right back to the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a Twitch that we don't use, but maybe we will. Maybe, maybe. we'll start doing that again. Maybe we will. I like the idea. So, I don't yeah, know. I would love we'll to. Talk about it. I would really like to. It's also been hard the last couple of years, especially like I, t- fucking toddler. Toddler is a lot. And it's tough to like, like our schedule when we were like reviewing <laughs> like three games every week, stre- yeah. streaming once a week, putting out an episode every week. Just just didn't jive well with having a And child. it would be like. Yeah, it'd be like a different thing if yes. like this was somehow our day job. Yeah, that we, yeah, yeah. It's just not realistic. But now that he's getting older, you know, he's gonna be starting school and stuff. I feel like I can start kind of getting back into some of the things we used to do with the show. So it would it would be nice to stream um, if yeah. we can make it work sometime. But whatever. Either way, like, either way, I'm just I, I would just like to get back to recording regularly, uh, like we like we used to and. Yeah, you know, just Step talking about time we're playing because, like, I I don't even like miss doing review copies because God, what that was kind of a nightmare for a while there. But like, I do miss just you yeah. know talking about fucking cool video games. Yeah, definitely, <coughs> I, I hear you. Well, what cool video games have you been playing, Jordan? Jesus Christ, Addison, um, none of the ones I want to be playing. <laughs> My my video game okay. playing uh, as of late is, um, uh, I would say, comparable to a cocaine addiction. It seems like everything that I'm playing <laughs> is not necessarily like what I want to be doing. At one point it was, but now I am just like waiting for it to be over so that I can move on with my life. Um, the main thing, of course, is still The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I am, when we last recorded, I was like, Man, it was a while ago. That that episode got out late. So when we did our review, I, it had been a while. But I am. Well, you know what? Let's just let's just hop on the old profile and check the hours played. Uh, two hundred and forty think... hours or more. So oh. <laughs> I, I was thinking it was two twenty five. But... Yeah, that is the most I've played a video game. I think since Dragon Quest Nine. <laughs> Actually, wow. no, 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 no. Since Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, I went crazy on. Um, but that was also during the pandemic that was a, and everything. A different, yeah, yeah. That was a completely different world at that time. Yeah, I've basically been dropping like an hour or two on Zelda almost every day, like in the like at nighttime, because I just want to finish that game. I, I God, I want to be done. I like it's so good. It's really fun. I keep thinking like now I'm bored. Now I'm ready to finish the game, and then some. I find something else that's really fucking cool, and it sucks. <laughs> it sucks how good that game is. <laughs> Because I would like to move on with my life. And I don't usually like playing games like this that are just like that just devour my life and are the only thing I play. I like playing lots of smaller things. Um, so, yeah, that game's been, oh, my God, uh, just eating me alive. I uh, I finished the fourth kind of area uh, and now there's some plot things happening. I picked up the last dragon's tier and that was fucking incredible. Um, I, I still wish that those cutscenes were done differently and that you could see them in order without having to go online and look up the order to find them in. Um, but man, I, I was, I was glad they give you the last one after you find all of them, which was cool. Uh, and it's God. Yeah. Yeah. Game's good. Game's awesome. I love it still. Um, I had people like kind of, uh, 
God, I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, it's been a while. There's temples in the game. We know. I think we even said that in our review. Um, people can know that. But like, I, I think that's pretty widely known. Yeah. Okay. So I, I did the water temple last and I'd heard a lot of people kind of shit on it or just kind of be like, ah, it's fine. But I really enjoyed the water temple and I really liked the boss. Um, and my son especially loved the boss of the water temple and just thought he was very funny. And uh, that was great. I just loved that. I have... I filled out the whole map finally. I've almost filled out the entire depths map. I'm just have a couple more little spots to go to. I have found, I think, pretty much all of the outfits in the game besides a couple that I don't care about finishing. Um, I've found all of the amiibo armors and weapons and things. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the end game now um, and just kind of running i, I want to do all the sky islands like i want to because there's not even a ton and i want to do all of that and so i'm kind of in the middle of that right now and i'm not doing all the shrines fuck that um and yeah then i'm gonna go and kind of wrap the game up i hope hopefully maybe it's gonna reveal you know another fucking world map at the end but who knows? i hope not <laughs> no. um oh my god <laughs> my ideal I... zelda playthrough for people is uh, this is my, I, I made it up for Ben Raymer. My ideal Zelda tears of the kingdom playthrough is go and play, um, you know, around 10 hours of breath of the wild, then immediately jump, you know, if you haven't played breath of the wild, that's what I mean. Then you just immediately jump to tears of the kingdom and you just fucking ignore everything and run straight to all the temples because you will get distracted along the way, but just keep it in your mind. This is not my goal. My goal is to run to the main areas and finish the plot. Uh, and hopefully like, complete the game with, oh, and also look up a guide to do the dragon's tears in order. And um, yeah, try and finish the game in like 60 to 100 hours. That's like my, <laughs> that's my ideal playthrough for people. But I have not had that playthrough. Man, so. It just feels like you're playing like a tenth of the game. It, but I see, I almost love that though, because I think, I think that the one of the things, because I, I kind of did that in Breath of the Wild. I ignored a lot of stuff in Breath of the Wild. I missed Terrytown completely. There's a few things I missed. Um, and I think that the, it makes the game almost feel more special or more alive, if that makes sense, when you're missing things. There's more mystery to the world. It's like there's more things out there. And if you ever want to go back, like that shit's still there. Um, but with the way that I've done it, I feel like after a while, you just start to see the seams in the game. You know, you start to see like the content starts to repeat. You're like, oh, there's something at the top of this mountain. I bet I know what it is. It's like, like oh, here's a cave. I bet I know what's in this cave. Cause, it, cause it's like, you start mm -hmm. to, you, you figure out how the game and its world is designed and it loses that magic a bit. Um, so I'm, I'm an advocate for missing things in big games. I think it makes the game better in some ways. Um, but I have not listened to myself when it comes to this game, and I wish I had. <laughs> but it's still really good. I still really like it. Um, I'm just ready for it to be over. Okay, the other game I've been playing a lot of is Vampire Survivors um, for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, my Switch. God. It's so wild to me that you are just now playing Vampire Survivors. Every I wanted, time I think I about that, to it wait. blows my mind. I wanted to wait until the Switch. I wanted to wait I know. until I could I'm play not, it with a controller. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a, a bad thing by any means. It's just like wild to me yeah all. yeah and I, I really like it and um it's okay so vampire survivors is the kind of game i told myself i would never play again which is just uh numbers go up the game <laughs> it's like the numbers go up real good though they do see that's the problem and like like in risk of rain like i, I will never play with the first risk of rain ever again i've cut myself off 
because there was a run where I played for, I think, either six or eight hours straight and then lost everything. And I was like, I'm fucking done with this game. It's too addictive. It just it pulls me in too much. I am like shirking my earthly responsibilities to uh, to feel my brain go burr as the numbers get bigger. (laughs) And like that's definitely the kind of game Vampire Survivors is. But fortunately, it confines you to these like. 30 minute runs, which I think, you know, it's eventually you gain an ability that, that halves that to 15 minutes. And I think that's perfect. I think it's, I think that's what I like better about this game is that it doesn't like lock you into the game for a long, long time, because I would absolutely do that again. Um, but even then I'll be like, Oh, just, you know, just one more 15 minute run. <laughs> and then it's yeah, a couple it's hours all too later. easy to just get right back in there. It sure is. Um, but it's <laughs> there is a bit of a cutoff there to where I, I, I've been able to be a bit more strict with myself and not do that uh, as much. So, but it's still, you know, it's still fucking addictive and it still kind of feels like crack. And I'm still sort of like, I'm ready to be done with this one as well. I'm ready to move on and play something smaller. Um, fortunately, I have a game already loaded up that I've been playing a little bit of. I haven't dove completely into uh, and I really enjoy it. And it's called Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Oh, and my gosh. I want to play it so bad. Every time I hear Addison, the music, it just like just get it. Oh. Just fucking get it. It's so awesome. Um, it, that if you don't know, that is the I new keep... game from Team Reptile. We pre- pre- we reviewed their previous work, which was. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> that smash. <laughs> it's like a, it's like, what was it? Like some kind of smash ball game. It was a, it was like a sports fighting game. It was really oh, fun. Yeah. I, I liked it, but I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Sorry. Um, oh and I'm not going to look it up because I don't give a shit. And, uh, but Bomb Rush Cyberfunk is a spiritual successor to the uh, Jet Set Radio series. And God, it does it so well. It just, they fucking nailed it. Everything, the music, the aesthetic, the gameplay. It's really good. It's really, really good. Um, there's only like one thing in the game that to me even feels like a niggling issue. And that is that like the combat is a little jank and uh just kind of goofy and spongy but like you barely do it like there are uh, there are parts where it locks you into like okay time to fight some cops and it's like okay i don't like this as much as doing everything else but even that is like it feels the combat feels very um dreamcast game if that makes sense so even yes, even yes. <laughs> even even that fits the aesthetic i feel like um, I love that. But God, the shit outside of it, like the, the fucking, like the doing, you know, the tricks, the grinding, the like the, the Tony Hawk aspects that I didn't expect, which play a big role in the game. Honestly, um, it feels like, you know, this is escape, uh, an arcade, you know, skateboarding, inline skating, BMX game that is even more like simplified and arcadey than the Tony Hawk series. Um, and then also you still get all the same stuff from Jet Set Radio of doing, you know, fucking, you know, graffiti and trying to reach different points on the map and, you know, having different challenges and stuff like that. Um, and, but like the thing that really struck me is that this game has a great story. I did not expect that. Like it, there's a lot of focus on the plot in this game, on the story, and it's really good. It has a really cool little cyberpunk world. And, uh, yeah, I just, I really like bomb rush cyberpunk. Uh, the soundtrack is just incredible. Just 10 out of 10. I wish that there were some more tracks. I know that they, licensed all this music so that's probably why i'm sure that's expensive um and then i also know that they uh made it so that every track in the game is you know fully streamable and isn't gonna get get any kind of content id flags so i don't know if that also limited 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 the amount of songs and there's still a lot but it's like 
you know, I think the soundtrack, you know, plays out, a t you know, in total, like two hours or something. And with a game that has this much of a heavy focus on like the music, I kind of wish that there were some just, you know, like eh, five to 10, like more songs that I would have been like mm -hmm. way a little more happy with. But um, the stuff that's here is incredible. Uh, needs a bit more too mellow. My buddy too mellow has one song in the game, which I didn't realize that he's as popular as he is. We're just like friends. And then like, I was reading like, the comments on the soundtrack for this game. And there's just like tons and tons of people being like, where the fuck's too mellow. This game needs more too mellow music. And I was like, I didn't know mellow was this popular. I just thought he made like jet grind radio inspired songs for fun. I didn't know that people like really like his music, but uh, yeah, it's really good. And the song that he has in the game is fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, bomb rush Cyberfunk is a, it's an easy recommendation for me. I, I think it's absolutely one of the games you need to have on your switch. Uh, especially if you're into, you know, dreamcast era style games, um, the Tony Hawk games or, you know, jet set radio. It's, it's fantastic. They did it. They nailed it. It's really good. You should play hey, it. Addison 100%. You need to play it. Lethal league blaze was the one you're trying to think of. Lethal league blaze. Also a good game. Not as good as this game. This game is very good. God. Uh, right. And it's just like, it just oozes personality. Like Dorian watched me start it up and start playing it. And he, he was just immediately like glued to the screen. He was like, what is this? <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, it helps that it just has, like every color in existence yeah. happening at the same time and the controls feel really good you can do like insane combos um really easily and it's just yeah you can you can find music tracks in the game like cds and then you can like play those tracks anytime you want you can like uh, find and unlock new you know graffiti and spray paint patterns and like switch them out and do, I think, I can't remember if you, if you switch them out or if it's like you do different combinations of analog movements to like pull off the ones you want. I can't remember exactly, but, um, but yeah, it's really fun. I like Bomber Cyberfunk a lot. I've, I'm, I'm only a few hours into it, but damn, it's, yeah, it's really good. You should get it. Awesome. And, uh, uh any other games? I think, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've played. Uh, I got the new Neo Geo pad from 8-bit dough and i played that on my mister it's a really good um kind of thing for the mister oh we've, we've been doing a game boy club in the discord if you want to be part of our game boy club uh, come join the discord and uh you can play a new game boy game with us every month and talk about it and last month's game was mario golf for the game boy color i got really into that even though i don't usually like golf games so i was like excited to have my palette expanded a little bit it's a good game and then this month we played mario tennis for the game boy color and it seemed like a lot of people got very frustrated with how difficult that game is, but I really liked it. And I <laughs> fucking broke it so easily using the training center and then just blazed through the whole game. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. I'm not sure what September's game is going to be. More. It's good. You just got to, you just got to learn the mechanics. It's good though. I tried. got to learn it. You got to try a little harder. Uh, brain broken. You got to go to that training center, dude. If you do the training center, like they, I just, went to the training center. If you do <laughs> the shit the there, you get like, if you like do even like the lowest level of the training things and complete it, you get like 400 experience. <laughs> so you could just break the whole game, just dump it all into control and speed and they will not be able to touch you <laughs> for the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe one day it'll click. It's great. Uh, the other, and I, I don't know what we're doing for September's game. We talked about doing Pokemon trading card game, but, uh, there's also some discussion of operation C the Contra game for the game boy. So I don't know which one we'll actually wind up picking, but either of those would be great. So 
yeah, those are the games that I have been playing. Addison, what have you been playing? Oh boy, Jordan. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this. <clears throat> um, we'll, I uh, do. we'll do a few. I know why. What? I know why you're oh, like okay. this. <laughs> All right. You got secrets? Uh, no, it's just, it's uh neurodivergence. That's the answer. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um okay, so I'm going to just kind of shotgun blast um a few and focus on just like a couple here. But uh I was just scrolling around on the internet late one night and happened to see someone on the Wario 64 um Discord Uh-oh. be like, "Hey, uh I I don't know what's going on, but uh the, they're selling Mega Man Battle Network collection at like a crazy discount right now and uh, sure enough there was a price error and I grabbed a Steam copy of Mega Man Battle Network for like $16 Nice. and so started playing through the first Mega Man Battle Network um, and there speaking of vampire survivors uh, you'll hate to hear this uh, there is a <laughs> free fan game that is a vampire survivors like, huh. but it is all for VTubers. What the <laughs> so fuck? <laughs> I I played some of that this weekend. It's called Hollow Cure Save the Fans. <laughs> and so I was playing as Gargura and just like uh it's just a vampire survivors game. But Great. they have like a few unique things in there, like um, sometimes instead of a chest dropping, like an anvil drops and you can use that to upgrade one of your items. Um, or, um, there's like kind of like a gotcha component that you use, like the coins that you collect to unlock other VTubers to play as, nice. and they all have like their own unique weapons. Um, it's just, it's a fun, goofy free thing. I, I'm enjoying it. What's I'll it on? What's it on? That. Uh, that's on steam. Oh, nice. Um, I guess that those were kind of my shock. Oh, actually, uh, I haven't played it, but I do want to mention that I, um, through a, a kind pal, uh, got wrestle quest on. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Um, I'm very excited to play that, but I think I'm going to wait until I've played through some other stuff because I keep hearing some complaints about the game and it seems like they are, actively working on it and putting out patches to uh, improve a lot of the things people are complaining about. That's good to so hear. So I'm just going to keep playing some of this other stuff that I've been needing to play and we'll come back to WrestleQuest later on. Yeah, it's, all, uh, it's always really like... excited. It's always like, oh no, I, I can't play this game right now because it needs to be worked on. And I'm in the back of my head, I'm always thinking... God, thank God I don't have to play this game right now and I can just wait oh, yeah. <laughs> until they yes. make it make it even better. <laughs> yeah, it was it was more so like me being like, okay, they're they're putting these um notes on Steam that they're working on this. So that just seems like an excuse for me to ignore this for a while until <laughs> things are better. That's awesome. Speaking of uh games having bugs and needing patches, uh oh. I fell into the FOMO trap, like I always do. Stop doing that. And uh, I just, it, it was partially FOMO and partially just like 
I just kept hearing everyone talk about Baldur's Gate 3, and I wanted to play it so, so <laughs> bad. I tried. I really, really tried. I put in every ounce of effort I had to not play it, but, uh, you know... But you fucking failed. I failed. You know, I, I it sat in my cart for a long time, like like almost a week before I failed. And I also happened uh, across some money unexpectedly oh so that helped you're like a rich relative uh, yeah i said that weird something. yeah, what? yeah. Oh, no it sounded like you like found like a bag of like cartel money or something <laughs> no it no i i didn't nothing illegal happened oh, okay. i just damn I, it's a, a family thing i don't really want to talk about oh, okay, <laughs> but right. it's nothing bad um but yeah so i picked up Baldur's gate 3 and uh, I have had a very good time with that game. I'm playing a half-elf druid that's like my go-to D&D character. And it, it just really is just a video game D&D. Like oh, you yeah. have almost as much freedom as you would in a D&D session. And it's crazy. Uh, like it's, it's just wild the things that they thought to put in this game. Wow. And yeah, like what, so, so like what, there. what, cause people have been freaking out about it and I like Baldur's gate. You know, I always, I, I really like those, that original one. I haven't played the, I never played the second one, but I like that original one when I played it, you know, about 10 years ago. Um, and I like, you know, Western RPGs. Like I like dragon age origins, for example. I, I, I like the idea of the Western RPG that gives you lots of customization and everything, I guess. But like, what about, Baldur's Gate 3 has everyone like freaking out because I still don't really understand what they did that made it like, I don't know. People seem to think it's like the best thing ever from what I'm hearing. And I'm like, what, what about it is that? So it very much has that like um, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom aspect to it. Oh, of no. like, don't say that. People, oh, no. People are going out into this vast world and having these stories happen. And, you know, you talk to a friend that's playing it. Like I, there will be certain things where like I, I can talk to someone they're like, Oh yeah. You know, when you came across these goblins, how did you handle this or this? And everyone has, you know, a something to say about that instance. But my friend who's put 30 hours into the game, which is by far not like anything crazy. Our friend yeah. uh, Moira has 190 hours in the game already. Um, but so my friend has 30 hours in the game and I was talking to him about just different things. And I was like, yeah, I ran into this. And so I left and I heard singing and I went and found these harpies and I had to fight these harpies to save this little gif Yankee child. Whoa. And the two friends that I was talking to who've played this game a lot more than I have, they both were like, what are you talking about? There's harpies in the game. What? what? <laughs> like they had no idea. Like they didn't even know that harpies were in the game. That's crazy. And it's just that like, it's a very overwhelming and freedom driven game of just having a giant world to explore and lead this campaign where you can craft your character however you want. Um, you know, as long as it lines up with, you know, their class. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
the the UI is like really good. So it, it, they make it pretty clear on like what actions you can and can't take and like what effects you have on uh, what characters and the story has been really good. It's just it's just great. It's just that with a game this big, there's gonna come bugs. Mm-hmm. So for instance, I was playing um, like I said, I'm playing a druid and I was trying to talk to this NPC and the there's like a common bug right now where sometimes you just can't talk to the NPCs. Mm. Like you'll click to start the conversation and it just doesn't happen. So I was kind of looking up like ways to get around it or fixes and I tried everything. It wasn't working. And so I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go do something else. Then I'll go find another area to explore. And so I go and do that. I come across like a burning village and they're trying to like save some people from the top floor of this building. And so since it was on fire, it was hard to navigate without, you know, killing myself. So I wild shaped into a spider and I was going <laughs> to uh, go up to the second floor and just drag these people out. But as soon as I wild shaped, it warped me back to where the person I was trying to talk to was. What? And now I'm talking to them as a spider. (laughs) And so I go through this whole interaction and, you know, I make my way through all of it. And then the interaction finishes and it warps me back to where I was and unwild shapes me. What (laughs) the fuck? Like I go back to just being a normal half elf. That's so annoying. I I just was like, what the hell? What just happened? And so I just kind of like stared at the screen for a second and I was like, you know, maybe tonight's not the night to play this. <laughs> and I just closed it and played something else. Forget it, Addison. It's, but, ba- it's Baldur's Gate. Yeah. I mean, that things like that are annoying, yeah. but I play, it's hey, kind of... Hey, I played Dragon Age Origins, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a very good comparison. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, it, it, at the same time, it's kind of understandable with, you know, the way that it was developed and, and just how big it is. I'm just like, you know, yeah, okay, who, who fucking it. made it? Like, I'm like, who? It just feels like it feels like it popped out of the ether. I know they had like a reveal trailer and stuff, but like, I feel like it. So it's it just kind of showed Larian up one day. Studios. OK. And they developed it and published it. They, you know, did Divinity and um Divinity yeah. 2 okay. and all those. That checks out. But, I mean, from what I can see from playing the game and from what I have heard from other people, they seem like a very, like, morally up-and-up studio, which That's is nice. nice. Um, they have said, like, there's not going to be any DLC at all for this. And, wow. like, they like don't want this to become like a new standard or anything. They're mm-hmm. like, Hey, we understand that this game is kind of huge and insane, but we kind of went off the rails on this. So like, <laughs> you know, we're not going to do this again. Don't expect Baldur's gate four after this. Sure guys. And sure. They've just been like very open and honest about everything. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's been great. I've had a really good time and I can't wait to dump 
like 200 more hours into this game. <laughs> My brother's trying to, how, what do you need to run it? Like, what is it? I would say like, how, how graphic intensive do you think it is? Cause I'm like, I'm really curious if my PC could even run it since it's like a PS5 exclusive right now or something. As far um, as consoles it looks, go. It looks like the minimum is a GTX 970, which okay. is what my old computer had. So I think I have kind of right, kind of, kind of right above that. Actually, I think I have like a GTX 10 something. So I think mine's like, I think I could probably run it then. Probably not the CPU. It says recommended though. is a CPU. 2060 or 5700 yeah, XT. I ain't got that. I I, I, yeah, be, I bet my fine. You don't need it. I bet my CPU is below the recommendations though, if I had to guess. But yeah, I don't know. I really want to play it. I'm kind of just waiting until either I have a new PC to play it or you know it comes to a console I can actually use. Well, it come comes out on consoles next week oh, but i don't think it's coming to um i don't think it's going to like ps4 yeah yeah see that's the thing is like i'm either gonna have to wait till i have a ps5 or until i have a pc that can play it i'm pretty sure unless it hits like the, yeah. the switch successor when it launches you know in the next year or two or something but yeah, either way i'm really excited oh to my play god it. It sounds i awesome. did not think about this possibly being on the switch successor. That yeah, sounds awesome. great. I mean, so you can run it on a steam deck. Yeah. But I, and I think, I think the switch successor is going to be at least as powerful as the steam deck. If I had to guess. Yeah, um, I would imagine so. Yeah. I All mean, right. I guess Nintendo do, could get away with something lower than a steam deck if they really wanted to. I just can't see it happening, they, but yeah, they maybe. could. I hope they don't. Yeah. But, same. Mm, they could, <laughs> uh, the, other, the last game I want to talk about, and I don't remember, but I think I talked about it some in the last episode, is Pikmin 4. No, you did not. We haven't talked about this at all. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> just, review, just, just, just give a quick review. Just give me, give me a, little, give me a little, little review of it real quick. So back in 2002. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so Pikmin 4 uh, is the latest in the Pikmin series. And this is a series that does what I think every video game series does or strives to do, which is to improve upon itself and for every iteration to be the best version of, you know, all the previous games. Yeah. Pikmin 4 is the best Pikmin game. Nice. And there is just so much like quality of life improvements like, you know, I guess I should back up a little bit. If you're not familiar with Pikmin, it is essentially like an action strategy kind of game. You are a little alien guy and you're on what is heavily implied to be Earth. And Oh, I didn't know that. You That's are, crazy. You are just going around using these little Pikmin guys that are kind of like, you know, ants, I guess. They don't look like ants, but they're essentially just little ant guys. Mm. And you use them to fight bigger creatures that are uh, being aggressive or to carry uh, treasures to your ship. And so you want to... uh, The main goal is to basically um, divide your work and be as efficient as you can. So you'll throw some Pikmin in one area and then run over to another area and throw a different kind of Pikmin and have, you know, four different jobs happening at the same time. Cause you might need some Pikmin to build a bridge 
or you might need some Pikmin to dig out a tunnel. You might need some Pikmin to carry a banana back to your spaceship. Mm. <laughs> um, and there are several different kinds. So you'll need like blue Pikmin to uh, attack water enemies. You'll need the red Pikmin to go destroy a flame. You might need a uh, flying Pikmin to go up and get something that you can't quite reach. Um, the purple Pikmin have the strength of 10 Pikmin. Whoa. <laughs> uh, and it's just such a dopamine releasing video game for me <laughs> because you're constantly achieving these little goals and it's just so well designed so that you're constantly making progress toward things. Mm. And in this one, they have added a bunch of new features and different modes. They have these things called Dandori battles. Dandori is like a Japanese term of like, you know, being super efficient with your work. Um, and so you will get like points for carrying certain things to the ship and you have a time limit, but then you can also use like little power ups against your opponent. Um, because you're racing against a, an opponent in a Dandori battle mm. in case that wasn't clear. Um, and you can like go attack your opponent. So you might go attack them while they're trying to do something and you're trying to, uh, you know, have your Pikmin carry something, but you also want to slow them down. Um, I, I guess I, I could really just go through every single little thing in this game, but I don't really want to do that. <laughs> um, it's just a very beautiful and wholesome and just fun game to just use some kind of generic terms, I suppose. Um, but I, I honestly think that it might be the best looking switch game. Whoa. And that's if crazy. Not, then it's, it's definitely up there. Well, I mean, I showed you the water on there. Oh yeah, that's very true. Yeah. It's really gorgeous. Yeah. It's, and it's just, uh, I don't know. It just feels very satisfying to watch all this progress being made. And at the end of the day, your whole goal is you're just trying to find your friend and go back home <laughs> and that's that's all you're really there to do um there's like some extra stuff after you roll credits but uh i'll leave that um as a surprise Ooh. i don't want to necessarily get into that but i is it um, worth it oh yeah yes oh sick the the um the stuff that is after the credits. I'm trying to choose my words carefully so that I'm not spoiling anything the or post, saying the too post much. Game. But the post-game unlocks are much meatier than your regular post-game unlocks. Ooh. In most games, you get like a new game plus where you can start over with you know this and that and some extra stats, or you might get like one extra mission or something like to go finish off. But, like, there are several, several hours worth of new things going on Ooh. after you roll credits. Interesting. Uh, and you, it's just, you've got this little hub world with all the different um, shipwrecked people that you save. And you can go talk to them and they'll give you, like, little missions to complete during the game. 
so that you're earning these currencies to upgrade your character and get him new abilities and buffs. And uh, I somehow have neglected to talk about the best part of the whole game, which is Otachi, who is this little the alien dog. dog. Yeah, yeah, I love him. He's fantastic. And so he is, you know, similar to a Pikmin where he can attack and carry things for you, but you can also ride him with your Pikmin oh, yeah. and go off and uh, get to places faster. Um, and you can issue him commands so you can have him protect a certain area or go gather Pikmin for you. Um, so it's just a, a, it's like a management strategy action kind of game. And it just scratches all of those itches that I, I have when it comes to video games. And I, I just adore it. Like, I love this game, Jordan. Uh, it's, it's great. And I'm kind of sad that I've rolled credits, but I still have a lot of stuff I can do in it. Uh, and part of me is a little sad that I have a a lot more to do in it because (laughs) I played it a ton yesterday (laughs) and I rolled those credits and was like, all right, I guess I can go back to Zelda now. <laughs> and then it was like, hey, guess what? No, you fucking can't. You're here forever, <laughs> it, bitch. It just like showed me all of this new stuff. And I was like, well, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm still doing this. <laughs> that's awesome. So I I feel like I talked way too much. Um, but No, that's good. I mean, I, we haven't reviewed it a yet. A lot of so times I, I feel like I don't know. talk enough. So No, yeah, I wanted to hear about it because I haven't. I don't. I I still have not played a Pikmin game, even though I own uh, two of them now, I think. So I should do that. It's it's wild that you can play the whole Pikmin series, other than Hey Pikmin, on your Switch now. Yeah, that is They're wild. It's all there. I just don't Crazy. like... I just wasn't crazy. I, I looked at the ports of 1 and 2 on the Switch because I was like, oh, that'll be... But I wasn't crazy about how they kind of upscaled them. Like, at least... I mean, like, they, they didn't do a bad job, but they're just really direct ports. So, like, they do yeah. they do show their age quite a bit. Um, I've also heard some people complain about the uh, implementation of, like, the analog stick controls in the Switch versions. Mm. Um, so I'm sort of like, yeah, I've got them on GameCube. I just want to play the GameCube versions. <laughs> like, whatever. I, I, can, I, yeah. I, can, yeah. I can do that. I might as well. So, Or you can play the Wii ones. Or I can play the Wii ones. Well, if you're going to play the Wii ones, I've all, I have... I, I've looked into this extensively. Uh, the, the Wii version of the first one is really, really good. Adds a lot of quality of life improvements. Is, you know, the controls are great. The The Wii version of the second one is not as great as the GameCube version. Because uh, the control mm-hmm. the controls are not as good as the first Wii edition of Pikmin. And yeah, so if you're going to get That's the... That's odd. If you're, yeah, if, it's, it's funny too because... I was always curious, like, why is the Wii version of Pikmin 1 so expensive and the second one isn't when people like the second game so much more? And that's why. So, anyway. Well, I love Pikmin, and I'm so happy that Miyamoto gets to keep yeah. doing his weird-ass shit with those <laughs> games because they're great. And it seems like Pikmin 4 has done fairly well, and that yeah. makes me happy because... Every time a Pikmin game comes out, I'm just like, man, I hope this isn't the last one. Well, I mean, I it, feel like I feel like who who's playing these except for me and other weirdos. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one, I really saw a lot of people playing. I mean, it seems like I think that the Pikmin series is really popular with um, like a certain 
uh, segment of Zoomers too, because like they grew up with the GameCube, and uh, and so like I I don't know I like to see that because I think that yeah it's like them launching a new one makes sense because I you know I, I feel like it's I saw a lot more people talking about Pikmin four than I did Pikmin three. Now to be fair, Pikmin three came out on the the fucking Wii U too. It's like yeah. I'm, I'm glad Nintendo didn't take the sales of a lot of the stuff on the Wii U as um, you know, like, oh, no one wants this game. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, instead, well, if that like, was the case, they would just make Mario and Zelda forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm glad that that's not the case. I'm glad that that it's I don't know that on the uh, on the Switch, a lot of a lot of stuff that didn't quite wasn't quite able to find an audience on the Wii U or whatever got another chance because um, a lot of those things have done really well on the on the uh, on the Switch. So we love to see it. Yeah. I have a couple questions for you before we move into listener questions. Yeah. Um, my first question for you is, have you seen this game Whisker Squadron? Yes. Oh, sorry. Whisker Squadron Survivor. Uh, yes. Uh, you got any opinions on it? What are you thinking about it? I, I never played Whisker Squadron, the original one, I, which I think this is. A, oh, I didn't know a, that there was an original one. I, I think I think if I'm remembering right, unless they just changed the title. But Whisker Squadron, the original is like a yeah, it's like a Star Fox clone. Um, and I like I like the way it looked. I never got around to playing it, but uh, it's my biggest complaint with it is that it was a roguelike. And I was like, I don't really want to play a Star Fox roguelike. Um or at least mm, like the level we have two le- very different takes then <laughs> at least the the levels were like i think randomly generated and i think that that whisker squadron survivor is just a more straight up roguelike version where it's like um at least from what i could tell from the trailer because i watched the trailer it's like a more straight up you know roguelike version where it's the whole thing is fucking randomly generated that's what i gathered anyway i could be wrong i guess but uh, yeah, it's just okay. not it's just not something I I really really want. But it, I mean, if it's for you, go for it. It looks pretty good. I've heard people say it's pretty good. Yeah, I just saw the trailer recently, and I I was like, man, this looks very much like something I would like. Yeah. So, uh, I, I also question, I also could be fucking wrong. It could be like I don't know. I haven't played I haven't played Whisker Squadron, so I don't know. But yeah, it looks interesting. I, I, they have they have the look down for sure. My other question is I've got like $20 in eShop money mm-hmm. and I kind of want to get something uh, new to dive into during the trip. Bomber but, Cyberfunk uh, was the answer. Okay. I And I will consider that and I believe you, but if you had to give a runner up. God, Addison, I don't know. Uh I haven't played anything but Zelda lately, Addison. <laughs> like I don't. No, it doesn't have to be a recent game. Well, you said you said you wanted something kind of newish. Um, well, I meant new to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me look at my let me look at my eShop list. Bolt Gun came out recently. I'm interested in playing Bolt Gun. I'm also trying to think of things that like you couldn't just get like cheaper on your Steam Deck, um, which is most mm-hmm. things these days. But. Yeah. Let's see. Let's look at my wish list that I've added of things that just came out. Thunder Ray is going to hit soon. That punch out clone that, well, that's on the 14th. Mm. That's on the 14th though. So yeah, that was, oh. that's always away. Oxen free two came out. I haven't touched that yet. Oh, right. Um, I really would like to touch that and get my grubby little mitts all over it. Uh, 
but I haven't done that. I don't think I want to play that on a plane though. Yeah, I don't know about a plane game. That's maybe not. Yeah, maybe not the best. Bolt Gun once again looks really dope. Um, Shadows of Loathing came out recently. Hmm. Um, Squad Fifty One versus the Flying Saucers. I really want to play, but I still haven't played it yet. Ah, Power Wash Simulator is five dollars off, huh? Um, Hell yeah, it is. Vengeful Guardian. What Moon, if I Vengeful Guardian Moonrider is um, that new game from the guy from my buddy who made uh, Blazing Chrome? That's his new oh, like okay. Hagane slash Strider clone that I hear is fucking incredible. But I also have mm. not been able to play that yet. Um, so yeah, Jordan. What if I put another hundred hours into Power Wash Simulator? <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Uh, just just play that somewhere else. Probably just uh, that's very silly. You have other things to play. Inscription is on the Switch as well. Um, yeah, little Gator games on sale for $12. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, I just thought maybe might be of interest to the listeners, but yeah. we can go ahead and uh, dive into listener questions. I scrolled very far up, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we might we might not cover all these, but... Um, over Omega, aka Joseph, asks, uh, Nintendo is showing off this curated list of eShop games for fans of games with plot twists. What games would you guys have Fuck. on this list? I remember this question and I could not think of an answer. Um, <laughs> I was hoping that you could. <laughs> uh, Oxen Free, I so, guess. Yeah, Oxen Free. Yeah. Um, Bioshock is like the oh, one God. that always comes to mind for yeah, this. Whatever. But, um, Let's see. Uh, so some other answers from the chat were Danganronpa, um, The Missing, um, which The Missing is a good answer. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, KOTOR, uh, Inscription. Uh, I I know about Inscription, but I still haven't really yeah. put enough hours into it. I don't know. I don't know anything about um, it, but I just want to play it because it looks cool. But other plot twists, I don't know. There's probably one in Inside, if I had to guess, but I haven't played Inside. Oh, like you don't know the plot one. twist for <laughs> Inside, Addison? You should play Inside. It's probably the kid's dead or something. No, 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 no. You should play Inside and um, holy fuck, Addison, the ending of that game. You should play Inside. It's really short. It's really short. You should play Inside. I know you have it somewhere. You definitely own it. Uh, you should just I run, probably do. You should just run through it on a weekend. You will. You will thank me later. The plot twist in that one is fucking crazy and cool. <laughs> trying to think um, of more plot twist games i really can't think yeah, i don't know any... in order to know in order to know video game plot twists you have to um finish video games and that's not something i'm especially good at <laughs> uh some someone named jackal 27 that i should probably kick out of the server yeah said if you could only pick one game and watch game to own which would it be and Damn, why that was a long time ago i asked that long ass time ago <laughs> yep uh, uh robo addy said ball because ball yeah um 
here were my answers that I eventually came up with. It was ball, fire, and parachute were the three that I chose, but mine would probably be fire, the original widescreen version, if I had to really pick one. Um, I Ball's probably my answer but i also like ball is, it just is called octopus yeah yeah octopus is good i like that one too ball which is ball is infinitely essentially the same game ball is infinitely playable but i like the game and watch games that have like a little randomized element to them because it just feels a little mm. more like i don't know like ball is like game. <laughs> once you yeah once you've played it a while you can just know exactly where things are going to go um but like yeah with with fire or parachute or chef um, or octopus. There's like more of a random element to it. Um, oil panic is also really good, but yeah, that's, that's a hard one. They're all fucking uh, expensive. The answer is if you want to buy one, you get the, you get the Nintendo, the club Nintendo reissue of ball that they dropped in like 2010 or something. Cause that one goes for like $40 and that's the cheapest you're going to get. So that's the answer. Don't be like me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like me and uh, write a huge ar- write a huge article for a book that the editor still hasn't gotten back to you on and spend all the money that you made from it on or were going to make from it. Apparently, I don't know if there's, that's still happening or not on uh, some fucking game and watches. <laughs> <laughs> it's very appropriate. Just get game and watch collection on our game and watch gallery. Those are that's honestly what you should do. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I have one of those on Game Boy Color. You should have all three of them. There's there's pretty dang cheap and they're all worth owning. Uh, Gollum on Nintendo switch asks, are there any licensed songs burned into your brain due to a video game? Yeah. It's rolling by Limp Biscuit because every time you turned on (laughs) NHL hits 2002, (laughs) it played along with get low by Lil John in (laughs) need for speed underground. Oh God. Uh, both songs played as soon as the game got to the menu and there was no way to change it as far as my 12 year old brain knew. That's awesome. Uh, here's mine. It's what is that song? I'm not okay. Is that by, uh, my chemical romance? I'm not. Yeah. O- that song that on? burnout three, dude, that oh, song, right. go, that song goes hard in burnout three. Like whenever you're like just yeah. blasting for some reason, that song always hits. So that one's, that's definitely one. Uh, and the more recent one is uh, um, I Want to Know by Too Mellow on Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. I cannot stop listening to that fucking song. It's really, really good. When I first re- when I first read this question, I didn't really think I had answers for it. Mm-hmm. But the more I think about it, I have a lot of answers for it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Like, gonna take you for a ride. Oh, oh wait, God. Uh, he said licensed songs. Whoops. I hey, let me tell songs. you about working in an arcade where uh, yeah. where the fucking Marvel <laughs> yeah, versus I Capcom bet. 2 machine was with within earshot of the front desk. <laughs> okay. Uh, licensed songs, though. Um, Stevie, a.k.a. Zach Baggins, super fan, <laughs> said, uh, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. Oh, my God. Obligatory response. What was that? Um, what was that in? That was in uh, Burnout. Oh. Um, take, no. Burnout was Paradise City. Bar- I, I, yeah. I, Paradise. I really only played uh, three. I did not play any of the uh, uh, following ones. Um, I also always think about uh, that weird Doors Snoop Dogg hybrid mix-up song that was in Need for Speed Underground Volume 2. 
It was like yeah. Riders of the Storm uh, <laughs> by the doors, but Snoop Dogg like rapped over it. Uh, it wasn't good. The 2000s, um, dude. <laughs> fucking cursed. You got Backyard Wrestling 2, where if you don't select something quick enough, it just starts playing the music video for Homies by ICP, <laughs> and you cannot get out of it. It just plays the whole thing. Like even if you push start uh, or something, you can't get you no, can't skip yeah, it. Yeah, you push start, you're still watching homies. Jesus Christ. Uh I also like played John the Fisherman on Guitar Hero so many times. Uh that's a Primus song in case uh anyone wasn't familiar. Um trying to think of other ones. There's uh, so there's Dust so many. Wilbeard, Dust Wilbur, yeah. Sorry. Dust Wilbeard asks, does this count? And then posted the, the original Gears of War trailer that had Mad yeah. World on it. <laughs> um, oh. Oh, mine is um, mine is absolutely Ace of Spades and Tony oh Hawk 2. Yes. So yeah. I forget which Tony Hawk it was. I think it was either two or three. No, it was three, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that had If You Must by Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Oh, I can't, I can't remember which one that was. I always get two and three's soundtracks mixed up because I had um, because I had two and three and uh, on PS1, and I would play them interchangeably like all the time. So it was like... I'm pretty I, sure it was three. It might have been one. four, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't two. Yeah. Raymer also pointed out um, <laughs> Tricky by Run DMC on SSX Tricky. Yep. So that I should play definitely that. up there. I should play that game someday, huh? Oh, you've never played SSX Tricky? I've never played a single SSX game, Addison. I have. I, I don't own, know what it would be like playing that for the first time in 2023. I have like, SSX3, but now I've heard more people that I respect say they like Tricky better, and so I'm planning to sell it and get Tricky instead. Oh, yeah. Tricky's better than three. Three is yeah. good, but Tricky's better. I've heard, but see, I've heard like it's like people are always like, oh, you know, I can't decide. I can't pick between Tricky and three. But it's like the more I hear from people, the more I'm like, oh, I think Tricky is the one I would like more. So, which is good because yeah. it's cheaper. So I should, I should just sell three and get Tricky. Or, or just buy Tricky um, and play them both and then sell the one I don't want. That's what I should do, honestly. Who cares? I know it's not a licensed song, but also, um, the oh God, I just forgot the name of it. Oh, uh, the Buck Bumble uh, <laughs> song. That's just always going to be in my head somewhere back oh, there. Oh man, I was watching uh, people test the the new build of the N sixty four core, and people keep trying to play Buck Bumble or try or get the theme song to play. Get and, the theme to play. Yeah, video game esoterica did like a video where he tried to do the Buck Bumble theme, and it got copyright flagged. <laughs> <laughs> the video got taken down. Well, then it must count because that it must be licensed. Yep, if it, it must be. If he's getting claimed on it. Yeah. <laughs> he like couldn't believe it. He was so pissed. It was so <laughs> funny. funny. Yeah. Well, uh, that's that's pretty much it. Um, so I don't know. You got anything else you want to finish up with? We're um, just at about an hour. Yeah. So we're going to PAX. If you didn't hear, uh, if you want to meet up with us, um, you know, just hit us up. We'll be in Seattle from, uh, I can't remember what dates. Uh, next, we'll be in Seattle over the weekend. So if you're hearing this in time, we'd love to come hang out with you. If you are showing off a game 
or you have a game you'd like us to check out on the PAX show floor, just hit us up, let us know, and uh, we will do our best to, you know, get hands on with it. Or, you know, if it's your game to, you know, come and check it out and see, see if we like it. Um, you, what were you going to say? You should also, <laughs> sorry, you should also uh, definitely be in the discord if you're not already in there. Yeah. Because I think we'll probably be posting some pictures. We're going to go to Nintendo live on that Saturday. Yep. And, <clears throat> and I know there's going to be, a lot of picture opportunities there. So we're going <laughs> to, we got to take some stupid Seattle. fucking pictures. Addison. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's one of my main goals. Every time I go to PAX is to take <laughs> just real dumb pictures. Oh like man. I, I've always, every time I go to PAX, I have, there's been so many pictures of me and skate and Spencer and Raymer and Steve-O and everyone just, just doing just dumb shit. Spencer got yelled at uh, one year when there was some uncharted game. He put the gun in his mouth and they yelled at him for that. Uh, <laughs> and so we're. Uh, I, I made the That's Sonic awesome. racing car uh, awesome. run run me over. <laughs> um, took like <laughs> I forget oh who it was. God. I think it was me and Tony. But I remember we took some real stupid pictures at the Soul Caliber booth. <laughs> <laughs> uh god i why uh, yeah. I, why isn't spencer why aren't spencer and raymer going to pax god damn it uh anyway. raymer raymer has reasons yeah whatever he's got house and wife who fucking cares so spencer, do I. i've got i got house and wife i'm going spencer uh, he's he doesn't listen but eat my butt spencer i Want to hang out with you, damn it. Yeah, you piece of shit. Just make the 16-hour drive or whatever it is. Let's just, like, go to San Francisco in yeah. a few months and just shit on his floor. <laughs> That's for packs, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> go get a burrito. Dad, just tell I really just... don't think I want to go to... I don't want to go to San Francisco again, to be honest. Why? I don't like San Francisco all that much. Oh, yeah. He was trying to convince me to go. And based on your impressions, I've been like, I don't know if I want to go to San Francisco. I, I would go again just to hang out with people. Yeah. But it's not my favorite place. Yeah. Thank you for uh, listening to this episode of Pocketoid. I appreciate all of you lovely, lovely listeners. You're all great. Uh, and so if you're going to be at PAX, definitely hit us up at Addison underscore L or at Jackal 27. Uh, if you're not on Twitter, uh, you can, you know, join the Discord or, you know, I don't know, uh, find my personal information by giving a shady website $10 or something. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can oh. always leave the show a review that helps us out immensely, and we always appreciate it. And, um, yeah, that's about it. want to say thank you to the amazing artists who let us use their music uh, we want to say thank you to Hyper Potions for letting us use Time Trials as our intro and Sound Market for letting us use Hut by the River for the outro. So thank you guys and definitely go check them out on whatever music platform you like to, uh, you know, get, earn those artists their fractions of pennies on. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we'll have another episode after PAX. We'll probably talk about yep. 
mm, approximately 2,000 video games. So we'll yep. see you then. See you then. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.